Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This is episode 74, Making the Most of Educational Opportunities. There are lots of good places to learn about ADHD, so we're going to talk about what your options are and how to make the most of them. The book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at com, you'll save 25%. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit, and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, and that's starting to pile up for the fall, which is great, you can check out adultadhdbook.com. So I'm doing something a little bit different this week, as I sort of promised last week. Um, I have a guest for the first time on the podcast, and I'm very happy to have Marie Paxson, the immediate past president of CHAD, joining me here in the office. Hi, Ari. (laughs) So it's uh, it's nice to have important people living walking distance from where you live and work. Um, So what we're going to be talking about here today is how to make the most of all the different places that you can learn about ADHD. Learning about ADHD is extremely important, so we definitely want that. Um, But it can also be overwhelming, and it can be hard to figure out what to get from where, and how do you reconcile conflicting information, and and all of that. So so that's what we're talking about. Um, But, I mean, Marie, what are your thoughts? Obviously, a big part of what Chad does is just providing information. I mean, beyond all the other great stuff, just as simple as providing information. So... I don't know. What are your thoughts about how to sort out what you learn where and who's saying what and all of that? Well, I think understanding the credentials of the websites that you are looking at and who's sponsoring it is really key. And there is some non-scientific information out there, and that's fine. Some of it is helpful. But at least you, when you're looking at that, you should realize that it's not science-based. A lot of what Chad presents is uh, based in research and science. So um, it, it's more than just trial and error or here's something that might work. There's, uh, there's data to support the information that's being presented. And I think that that's important because, you know, there are lots of things that might work for one person or a few people, or this seemed like it worked, but in actuality, it was just coincidental, and it was actually something else happening at the time. And my feeling is, if I'm going to try something, I want to start with the things that are most likely to work. You know, rather than betting on the long shot, I want to know for the most people what tends to work. And then I'm going to start with that, whether it's sort of ADHD stuff or, I don't know, fixing the leak in my roof. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to start with the stuff that has the most scientific um, evidence behind it. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, you still want to get opinion, personal opinions from people you know, but, uh, but you want, especially when you're first starting out, you want it to be grounded in science. Right. So um, <clears throat> then I think the, the other thing that I would suggest is it's, it's very easy to get a lot of different sources of information um, and to get a lot of different ideas. And especially in the beginning when you were first diagnosed or someone you know is first diagnosed, it's that thing where it's like, you know, okay, as soon as I try these million strategies, then it's all going to come together. And I understand the excitement and I'm, and I'm glad for the excitement, but I think it can help sometimes to 
try just one or two things at a time, um, just so it doesn't feel like you're running in a million directions at once. Yes, and I think the best advice I ever got was, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm -hmm. You know, ADHD is a lifespan condition. You don't have to solve every single problem in the first week um, and try every different solution. So you really need to pace yourself. Right, and that's and that's a great line because it is a marathon. I mean, life is a marathon. Um, I think it's also somebody who said, "For try it, see what works. If it doesn't work, maybe see why it didn't. See if you can figure out why it didn't work, or say whatever, done, mm-hmm. chucking that one out. Let's try something else, mm-hmm. and don't feel like you need to sort of stick with one thing if it's just not working, no matter how well it might have worked for somebody else." I agree. And I've actually heard the flip side of that. I've heard that, especially from the parent perspective, uh, some experts think that parents don't stick with something long enough. Hmm. You know, uh, they, they try something for, say, three or four days. And if they don't see instant results where maybe they needed to hang in there another three or four days. So it kind of works right. both ways. Yeah. And definitely if we're talking about changing longstanding habits, yes. you know, there's this thing, especially with kids or even with spouses or even with ourselves, where... Um, the other person, they notice you're doing something different and they're like, well, whatever, this will pass. So they keep doing what they're doing the same old way. And then, of course, you give in, you say, forget it. And then, of course, they're right. It will pass. And then you're mm-hmm. back to the same old again. So yeah. um, <clears throat> but the, you know, the kind of big news here is we're heading into the fall seems like everybody likes doing conferences in the fall. Nobody does them in the spring, which makes the fall very interesting, but um, it also makes it a little crowded. But one of the sort of the, the big events of the year definitely is the CHAD conference. I mean, it's it's the biggest ADHD conference of the year in the world by far. I mean, just, you know, it's, it's the biggest and the best. There's other good stuff too, but this is the biggest and the best. Um, so this year it's going to be, well, I don't know, Maria, you tell us where it is and when it is. Well, this year, uh, our international conference is being held in Atlanta, and it's uh, November 11th 11th to the 13th. 13th. And uh, we have a really interesting lineup of keynote speakers. There's many different presenters. There's a lot of breakout sessions and workshops and seminars. But our keynote speakers include uh, Dr. Russell Barkley, who uh, is the, the world's He's considered the best expert on ADHD. He's very, very highly regarded. And then we have uh, Dr. Rick Lavoy, who some of you may be familiar with. He does a lot of work with social skills. He, he is more for the parent perspective. Um, you know, he wrote the book, um, first, Last One Picked, First One Picked On. And this time, his keynote address is going to be about motivation. Sometimes ADHD does kind of get in the way of being motivated. So he's going to talk about that. And then we have Sharon Weiss is going to do a keynote presentation and she's a behavioral interventionist and uh, and specialist so she's going to be talking about the challenging behaviors that can accompany ADHD and how to uh, work with them and Sharon's absolutely hysterical oh so it doesn't matter what she's talking about it's all fun and it's all it's it's all good so um, no matter what if you're going to the conference definitely get to her you know although frankly all three of those folks are all great so they're good presenters in addition to being experts and then something else we're having this year at Chad is um, you know the DSM-5 is being written as we speak and that's the diagnostic and statistical manual which doctors use to make a diagnosis of ADHD so uh, like most anything that changes there's some controversy surrounding it 
And we're going to have a panel that's going to discuss the DSM and what they anticipate the changes are going to be and how that will affect uh, the people who end up using the information. And it's one of those things. I actually did a present. I did a podcast about it some months ago, which you can find in the archives at adultadhdbook.com. It's one of those things that it seems kind of technical and boring and pointless, but it's really important because it affects who gets diagnosed, how they get diagnosed. It affects um, treatment and you know reimbursement by insurance companies and things like that. So it really is important beyond just like you know science nerds thinking it's interesting. So um, so definitely you know. There's a lot of good reasons to go to, well, certainly the CHAD conference, but really to any conference. And that's one of the things that we're going to talk about here is how to make the most of the conferences that you go to. Because as great as they are, they can also feel kind of overwhelming or you're sort of unsure how to get the most of it or you wish you were in nine places at one time and, and all. So, so, you know, let's talk a little bit about what are some of the advantages of going to a conference um, in person in contrast to, you know, doing webinars or downloading recordings or things like that. So, I mean, Marie, you've been to tons of conferences. Like, you know, what are the advantages of going to an in-person conference? Well, one of the main advantages is, aside from you're kind of immersed, you you know, you have this finite time and place to, to learn this, so you're totally immersed in the topic, is you have a chance to meet with the speakers. After they do their presentations, most speakers allow generous Q&A. A lot of times they'll stay in the room they're presenting in, you know, for to talk to people individually. They're always in the hotel lobby and coffee shops, and as long as people aren't on their cell phone or talking to someone else, you're, you know, they're usually they, there's an expectation that they're approachable. So this is an, you will have access to experts that you would not have any other way. Yeah. And that's, and it's absolutely true. I mean, I've gone up and spoken to all sorts of presenters, including some of the biggies, and they're all, they're very approachable. I think it's one of those things, if you're not approachable, you're not going to go to the conference. You're not going to mm -hmm. present at the conference. And I was telling Marie before we started recording, um, some years ago at the Chad conference, um, I remember I was walking through the lobby and, you know, I could see the hotel restaurant and, you know, not to like besmirch the reputation of hotel restaurants or anything, because they're all fine eating establishments. But, you know, let's face it, it was a boring hotel restaurant, whatever. It was okay, but nothing special. And I looked in and saw basically like six of the top ADHD researchers in the world having dinner at this boring hotel restaurant. And I just, it was sort of struck me the juxtaposition of it of like, you know, wow, these big guys and they write books and they're famous and they're all this stuff and they're eating in some crummy hotel restaurant. It was just sort of funny to me to sort of think of that. But like, I'm sure if I'd gone up, I mean, I didn't because I was being respectful, but had I gone up and, you know, asked a quick question, they would have been very nice about it. And certainly, you know, you see them online getting coffee and you see them walking through the lobby. And I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of cool, even if all you do is say, hi, I really like your book or, I, you know, I appreciate your presentation or something. You know, they're they're good about it. And that's I don't know, it's, it's kind of neat. So, yeah, it is a very nice environment. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that, that's pretty cool to be able to get access to people like that. Um, 
I think it's also really great to, you know, and I strongly encourage, talk to everybody you run into. Talk to the people standing in line waiting for coffee. Talk to the person sitting next to you before the presentation starts. Share ideas, ask for ideas, share resources. You know, it's like you're there. You have knowledge. Everybody else in the room has knowledge besides just the person standing at the front of the room. Use that. And I don't know, see what people have to say. You'll make, you know, you'll have some interesting conversations. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes you'll hear during Q&A, you'll hear someone ask a question and you know they're in the same situation you are. Right. And so you can go up to them at the end of the presentation and either ask them or say, I think I think we have a lot in common. And, mm -hmm. and so I've made a lot of nice friends that way. Yeah. Yeah. And what happens, especially for a conference that goes more than one day is, you know, you're seeing all the same people. You know, you, you're going to some of the same sessions and you're seeing them in the exhibit hall. And, you know, so you sort of you get to know people a little bit. And I think in particular, if you reach out, um, it, you know, I don't know, just it makes it a little bit more personal, a little bit more fun. And the thing about it is everybody there is there for pretty much the same reason that you are. So um, you definitely have that in common as well. Mm -hmm. I, I think sometimes, you know, when you're living your daily life, you do feel isolation. Um, there is a certain amount of stigma, you know, in our daily lives. But at CHAD conferences, um, you know, everybody's there for the same reason. And they're usually very well attended. So there's hundreds and hundreds of people. So it makes you realize that this isn't that weird of a thing to have. A lot of people have this. A lot of people are looking for solutions. Um, so you really feel like you're a part of something big. And there is something really kind of cool, especially during the big keynote presentations of sitting in a room with, you know, 500 or 1000 people and thinking, you know, wow, everybody's here for the same reason. And that's that's pretty cool, especially when you're living your life in, you know, where you live and it feels like it's a very small thing and you're the only one who's struggling with this. And, you know, so to be in a room with that many other people all there for the same reason, I think can be very, um, I don't know, validating and reassuring. So I think that that's pretty cool too. And you don't necessarily get that from reading a magazine article or, you know, listening to a recording or, you know, a teleclass or something. Um, and those are great too, and they definitely have their place. They're just not really interchangeable. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the speakers will tell how ADHD has affected their life. Sometimes they have family members with it. Um, so it's, aside from their professional credentials, that most of them are impacted in, by this in some way, uh, even if it's through their clients, you know, they get what our families and what we go through. Uh, they see the impact on this on their clients. So they'll tell anecdotes and stories that let you know that they get this intellectually, but they also realize the emotional uh, impact ADHD has on people's lives. Right. Yeah. And that's something that I think comes through much more clearly when you're in the same room with them. Yes. So um, let's just kind of quick run through some suggestions that we would have in terms of how do you make the most of a conference? So um, I think you had, you know, when we we're talking before, you had a great idea, which is part strategy, part serendipity. So Yes, I like to take a look at the brochure or go online and figure out what sessions I really want to see. What are going to make the most improvements in my life? What is the highest interest area to me? But I don't map out every single session that I want to see. I leave a few kind of wild cards uh, to choose serendipitously. Um, sometimes I'll just walk into a room and say, you know what, whatever I hear will be a value somewhere in my life. Um, or sometimes I'm stretching myself. I'll go to something that I know 
is above my knowledge level. Maybe it's a little more technical um, because I've been doing this a pretty long time and I want to uh, I want to learn more. I want to stretch myself. Yeah. Yeah. I would also recommend ask for suggestions. Talk to other people. You know, who have you seen present? Are they a good presenter? Do you like, you know, what sort of stuff do they talk about? Um, you know, if the handouts are available beforehand, and usually they yes. are, and certainly at Chad they are, um, look at all the handouts of the, you know, of your contenders. You know, here are the three I'm considering for this, you know, slot. Um, and see what's in the handouts, because that'll give you a sense of what's going to be covered. And, you know, do you need to go to this session, or is it better just to, you know, look at the handouts? Um, or divide and conquer. If you go with someone else, then maybe you guys go to different sessions and you compare notes. Or if you meet someone at the conference, compare notes then. And you know that way you can sort of get, even though you're only in one place, you can get access to what's being done in another place, in another room. And um, at CHAD conferences in particular, if you get into a session and you realize it's either not for you or there was something else you were dying to see that now you've kind of thinking, oh, I think I'd rather go to the other one. Unless the room is full in the other session, you, you can leave if you really want to. And we do hear of people who two topics that are at the same time are really important to them, so they'll go to half of each. Um, that wouldn't work for me personally, but for some people, that's how they solve that problem. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as someone who's been, you know, both in the audience as well as the guy standing at the front of the room, I mean, I can say I see people come and go and I don't take it personally. Like, I know, you know, what I'm presenting, it's going to be great for some and not so great for others. And that and that's fine or, you know, whatever. So as long as I don't empty the room, <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that. Right. <laughs> then, you know, I've, I'm fine with it. So don't worry about the presenter's ego. They're all, you know, they're big boys or big girls. They can handle it. So um, but. You know, I think just without sounding too much like a commercial, which it wouldn't be because neither one of us are making any money <laughs> off of the Chad conference anyway. This is all volunteer stuff. Um, you know, go to the conference. If you can swing it, make the time, invest in yourself, invest in your family, and go to the Chad conference or whatever other conference it is that that you can get to. I mean, I know it's a hike, perhaps, if you don't live right near Atlanta, but there really is something to be said for getting away from it all and just i don't know like having some fun doing something different um and you know like i said it is it's an investment and hopefully it's an investment that you know really is worth it in terms of what it does for your sense of of sanity your sense of control over your life your sense of optimism that you know you got a bunch of good ideas or you made some good connections with other people um and that you know this has the ability to make your life better so uh, yeah i agree and the humor there's a lot of humor in spite of the fact that you're getting a lot of kind of technical stuff and and dense information and some of it just changes the way you look at adhd i think the humor is very important i know sometimes in my daily life uh, there you know i really have to look hard to find the funny moments but when you're surrounded by a group of people with adhd they just kind of naturally occur yeah. and uh, so it's an enjoyable experience in addition to an educational one yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you can get more information about the conference by going to chad.org, which is C-H-A-D-D.org. And, you know, my hope is that we see you there. And, uh, yeah, and I'd like to thank you, Marie, for certainly. strolling over and, uh, and doing this. Certainly, certainly. 
Do you want to hear the best story I ever heard at a conference? Like, sure. Shall I, I mean, you yeah. can cut it out if you want. Yeah. No, let's okay. Um, this is this is one a story I overheard at a conference, and I, I thought it was very funny, and it was kind of representative of the types of interactions you have with people. An expert had talked. He had done a presentation on evaluating children for ADHD. What goes into academic testing, et cetera, et cetera. So the mother told the story of her seven-year-old had been test, her son had been tested for ADHD, and now the evaluator was going over with her the results. And he said, now this one question here, I'll, I'll tell you how I asked the question, and I'll tell you your son's answer. There was a picture of three pieces of fruit. It was a, um, an apple, a peach, and a pear. And he said to the little boy, you know, what do these three things have in common? And the little boy said, they all have those white stickers that you have to take off before you eat them. <laughs> and the doctor said, of course, the answer I was looking for was fruit. And the mother said, I know that my, my son knows it's fruit. Mm -hmm. So she said, you know, he's sitting out in the hallway. Do you mind if I bring him back in for clarification? Because I know he knows it's fruit. The doctor said, fine. So the little boy comes back in and they point to the question. And they said, and the mother said, why didn't you say this is fruit? And the little boy looks at me and goes, you mean the doctor didn't know it was fruit? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so that's just kind of an indication of the kind of stories that you hear, the kind of, you know, we're all in this together uh, atmosphere at a Chad conference. Right. And we all have our moments. And, you know, like the good presenters, they're the ones who bring that stuff in, whether they plan it or whether it's spontaneous. And that's the stuff that you just got to be there. Yes, that's right. You, yeah, it doesn't come across the same way in a book. Right. So, you know, like I said, hopefully we'll see you there. You can get more information at chadd.org. And um, thanks for tuning in. And I think I'm talking about ADHD awareness next week. So I um, hope you are able to listen in. Thanks. I look forward to hearing that one.